are live. JW Microwave Show. I am your host, the Candyman. <laughs> and tonight, you're in for a special singer-songwriter treat. We got Andrex Music on the show. Hey there. That was a beautiful piece there. Thank wow. you. Wow. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, I was totally mind blown. I ha actually had a little bit of it on uh, the uh, Mutiny Radio Instagram Live as well, and I was just so breathtaking that I was like, oh, where's my virtual audience? <laughs> I was just like, well, it's actually still going. <laughs> yeah, well, welcome to Mutiny Radio. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. Such a cool thing. So how long have you been playing for? Well, I mean, I started playing the piano when I was like five and a half, I guess. I just saw this guy performing on Grammys, I guess. And I asked my mom, I'm like, what is he playing and why does it sound so beautiful? And that's how I started like taking piano classes, which was awesome. And yeah, but I started writing music when I was 18, I guess. 18, so you had a little bit of training in the beginning. Yeah, sort of. It's like... Uh, my sister, she was not very supportive of it, and she was like my influencer, sort of. So I was like, maybe I shouldn't do, sh shouldn't be doing music. But once she moved out, I was like, let me try it again, and it kind of worked. So I'm happy I did get back to it. That is awesome. So I know you have quite a journey um, here. So you'd eventually ended up in the Golden City here. Yeah, <laughs> I sure did. I sure did. How did that happen? I remember. Yeah. For all the audience members, I was totally, yeah. Yeah, so I'm originally from Ukraine, and I moved here like seven years ago. I first lived in Chicago, which was, oh my God, it's just don't go to Chicago. I mean, you can <laughs> visit it, but like don't live in Chicago. It's too cold, and it's just terrible. Uh, but yeah, I, I went to school there. It was a law school, and I was supposed to be a lawyer, uh, but it just didn't work. And I'm like, San Francisco just sounds so much better, and I had <laughs> all my friends here who were like telling me all the beautiful stories about San Francisco, and yeah. I always wanted to live here, and I finally did move here like four years ago. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's uh, the law school thing. It's funny, you know. I remember I a friend that actually did the opposite, maybe not quite the opposite thing, but he was in a thrash rock band, mm -hmm. and we were in a thrash rock band together, and then he he went away to law school. Basically, <laughs> it was like the opposite thing, where I feel like you can go to law school, and be like, you know what? Forget it. I want to be a rock star, you know? Yeah. And there's this, um, that's so cool. I just can't imagine the, the weather shock from Chicago to San Francisco. It was just different. Everything was different. It's like, I kind of decided to move here in one day. My friend, he was driving from New York to San Francisco and I was like, do you mind stopping in Chicago? And that's how I moved. I called my landlord. I was like, I'm moving out. I quit my job. I wrote a letter to my like professor. I was like, I'm quitting school as well. And my parents, they were like, kind of shocked because like you know <laughs> i was supposed to be a lawyer and then coming back to ukraine or like germany because my mom she has german and be a lawyer but i'm like no i'm moving to san francisco i also quit school and i'm gonna do, do music and start doing music and that's what happened that's awesome <laughs> that's a, that's the way i mean that's how it goes you know that's that's a cool story to tell yeah i mean you know it's uh, you gotta follow your passion i guess yeah i mean passing the or taking the bar now you know, during this pandemic, you know, I don't know if, you, did you get a chance to take the bar, no? Mm-mm, not really. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, actually, but, um, one time, it was like, uh, I thought it was closed, but it's like, it's empty. It's just like, <laughs> I'm like, what's happening? What's happening? Yeah, I, uh, my friend who just recently took the bar earlier this year, um, took it online. Oh. Which seems like it could be really easy. 
Uh-oh. I don't know. You know, like those online traffic schools. I don't know if you ever did that before. But yeah, I've heard, but that, no, I never. It's like too easy. It seems like I'm sure there's. I don't know. They supposedly have like a camera where you're taking the bar exam, like behind oh. you, where they're able to monitor it. Okay. But it seems like it'd be pretty easy with technology these days to have like just a wireless HDMI. Totally. And have somebody just take the test for you. <laughs> oh my god! And now I totally like realize how dumb it was because I thought you asked me, "Have you taken Bart?" Oh Bart! <laughs> was like, oh my god! And that's why I'm like, it was empty. There was like nobody, and you were like, "Are you? What are you? What are you saying?" And I was like, "Are we on the same page?" And now we realize wow. we're not. <laughs> the same Bart. No, I'm just kidding. Wow, you know, yeah, that that's that's hilarious. Yeah, the Bart. Gosh, what do you think about the Bart? I know you know from Ukraine, Chicago, and and the Bay Area now that public transportation, you know, and every place is probably a lot different. I'm sure. Yeah, and they actually uh, were supposed to build this super fast train between San Francisco and LA. That could be pretty cool because a lot of recording studios they work with, they're in Los Angeles. There's unfortunately not too many here in the city. So it would be cool to have something like super fast to just again, because planes are, it takes too much effort and time. I remember um, there was a business I met with, and so, you know, distributed coffee to offices. Mm-hmm. Maybe like 10 years ago, I met with this, uh, maybe it wasn't that long ago. I'm aging myself. Maybe it was like five years ago, and it was uh, this construction company called Webcore, and I met with them for a coffee service, and they had this big, like, built-out, like, thing for a bullet train. I'm like, oh, wow, what is this? He's like, oh, we're building this right now. I'm like, what the f- yeah, Like, yeah, you're yeah. actually doing this right now? Like, didn't even seem mm-hmm. like it would be possible to do that. They had started the project and then stopped it. At one point, it was going to be where the Salesforce mm-hmm. um, transportation center is. Yeah, well, hopefully soon it's going to happen. That'd I mean, be so cool. It is cool. Can you imagine you can just go to the party in Los Angeles and come yes. back the same same day? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice. Yeah, I um, I really don't mind. You know, as um, have you flown into L.A.? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I I haven't had the best experiences flying into LAX. Um, actually, quite a few times. Um, I've been waiting at SFO. And then waiting at LAX and then, you know, getting a rent-a-car and all this stuff mm-hmm. that it almost takes six hours to exactly. get from door to door anyways. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, they say it's only one hour away. I'm like, it's not. Like, you know, like all the transitions. So let's hope they're going to build a train and it's going to save a lot of time and energy. Yeah. <laughs> so um, in the city, so have you, I know that we're, we ran into each other super awesomely. Yeah. And um, have you been in the same neighborhood this whole time? or? Yeah, I'm in Bernal Heights now. Um, Love it. It's nice. It's so quiet and it's so clean because I used to live in like uh, Knob Hill, sort of. It's like Lower Tender Knob Hill. Knob? Yeah, it's, it's right on the border. You're not sure if you're doing fine or you're not doing fine. <laughs> like, you know, you're <laughs> right in between. And I'm like, okay. It was just way too loud. And it's just, I don't know. I'm nothing against it i mean you know i still have friends who live there so i don't want them to hear this and hate me <laughs> so no uh you know but it's just like when you record music for example it's just all the street noise it's just too much and also i mean it's nice to be in a city but like not all the time and bernal heights it feels like you're somewhere in a country like it's it's not san francisco yeah. it's just like you know it's different it's a different vibe so it's good to like spend most of your day like in a city somewhere like downtown area and then you come back home and it's quiet and nice you can do some record some music and yeah. So peaceful, urban suburbia. Yeah, yeah. Bernal Heights. Mm-hmm. And uh, so funny. Uh, 
before I moved. So I'm, I'm in Bernal. I think actually I live on Mission Street in Bernal. Mm-hmm. In Bernal Heights. Yes. <laughs> um, which seems kind of like El Rio to call El Rio Bernal Heights. It's kind of like, you know. Yeah. Pushing it. Um, so, But before I moved to Bernal, um, I lived in the same neighborhood that you just described. Mm-hmm. And I remember they were trying to call it Lower Knob Hill. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't call Lower Knob Hill. And then you try to call it the Tenderloin. They're like, no, it's not tender a Tenderloin. Knob. Yeah. It's a Tenderloin. Yeah, so I was on Geary and Polk Street. Okay. And I feel like what you were describing, you might have been around that. Yeah, yeah. I was Sutter and Leavenworth. So it's like right oh, in that. Oh, no way. Right in that area. And it's like, I remember. Papa Joe. Yeah, yes. Are you shitting me? We, we might have ran into each other. Do you, do you never know. And it's funny because like uh, anytime I would take a picture in a kitchen, the location would say a knob hill. And then I would go to the living room and it would say tender no- tenderloin. So I'm like, it's definitely like tender knob because it's like right <laughs> on the border. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, someone said, uh, well, no, when I live in, so I'm an East Bay native, mm-hmm. but Geary Street is such a long street so that, like, long. you know, from, was it Grant Street, Market Street, to all the way to the ocean, basically. Mm-hmm. And so to say you live on Geary Street can mean so many things. Oh, my God. And so I, at the, you know, at the time I, you know, updated my insurance information, somebody I worked with from the Midwest had said, um, I saw you move to San Francisco. What neighborhood did you move into? And uh, they said, uh, I said, I moved to Tender Heights. <laughs> he's like, oh, that's a nice area. Wait, what? Tender Heights? Tender Heights, yeah. That's new. That's Yeah, new. I couldn't believe it. Well, it's, just, it's just such a long street. But with the whole tenderloin and everything, you know, it's like, said that if you're below Geary, that's when it gets a little yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. Kind of sketchy, kind of sketchy. But, you know, it, I guess it gets better. And, I mean, you know, it, it has its vibe. So, why not, you know? Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, so your place in Bernal, do you have, you have it like, a keyboard and your whole thing set up? Everything, yeah. I kind of just made my bedroom my studio also. It's I, didn't, I just like the, you know, the view from my window. So, instead of, like making some other rooms into a studio, I decided to make it right in my room where I live because it's just kind of convenient. You'll just play the piano and then you'll just go to bed, like, you know, right away. That so sounds so peaceful. It's nice, yeah. So I have, like, all the acoustic panels, all the mics and monitors and the keyboard. Luckily, like, the space allows it, you know, for everything to fit in. So it's nice. And, yeah, I love both Bernal Heights music and my bedroom, everything. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I do miss that. I mean, I'm sure too, maybe similar for myself and other people out there listening in, you know, living downtown, I had a little studio mm-hmm. where it was like 400 square feet. It was like my bed. That's what I've had too. Kitchen. That's like what I've had. Top, like cooking in my bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the walls are so thin. It's like, uh, when I lived in Oak Hill, I had a studio too. And I remember I had a pretty cool neighbor and he was like, oh my God, you're a musician too. Uh, but then it turned out he was like a, pianist or something and he just performed like in a symphony and I was more of a songwriter so I would always write something and make sure it sounds okay so I would like rehearse it again and again so at first he was like oh my god that's so awesome and then after like two weeks he's like do you have any other like music that you because <laughs> I would have a list of the songs that I, like you know I need to rehearse yeah so yeah it would get like kind of awkward because first he was like oh my god that's so amazing that he's like do you like mind like changing the playlist a little bit i'm like i can because there's a show coming so it's uh, the downside of that was that the walls are super thin and it's like you know yeah that's i guess that's a problem in san francisco like everywhere pretty much 
but not in my house in Bernal Heights. That one has super thick walls, so you can do whatever, and it's such a blessing. Such a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely feel like the, a lot of these older buildings, especially, you know, everywhere, but downtown as well, you know, um, were that plaster walls. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't even know what it was. My, you know, I have some family members that are firefighters. And yeah. so plaster walls, it's just basically chicken wire and yeah. some stuff that's just, yeah, I mean, it's nothing. I remember I was able to hear my neighbor cough. Yeah. And I remember thinking that was pre-COVID, so it wasn't as scary. Mm-hmm. But I'm kidding. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> but um, I'm like, if he could hear, if I could hear my neighbor cough, then what could he hear? Oh, my God. And I'm just, he had been able to hear me play. Mm-hmm. Um, but he never complained, which yeah. was shocking. <laughs> That's what I always think of. I'm like, are my neighbors okay? I'm like, and I always check. Cause like, I also uh, open my window a lot, and I have my neighbors across the street. And they've noticed, I mean, I've seen them many times, like, walking around, and they kind of leave their door open. So, I'm like, uh, I went to them. I'm like, I'm sorry if I'm making too much noise. But then she told me, she's like, I actually opened the door so I can hear you play. I'm like, oh, my God, what the hell? And That's it's such like, a great feeling. And it kind of made me think about all the insecurities that we often have because we make some stupid assumptions that people, like, judge us or they don't like something. And we're like, oh, my God, they probably hate me. But it can be the opposite. Like, I'm not yeah. saying that you're not right. Maybe they do hate you. But what if they actually (laughs) love you and you're, like, thinking that they don't? So it's, like, you know, it's just kind of teaches you a lesson not to make any assumptions about anything without actually asking the person if they feel that way. So, yeah, good lesson. Yeah, I definitely feel there. I know other people out there thinking as well. Um, Music, I feel like, is, I don't know, maybe just in my opinion, a little bit more forgiving because of its ambient and you're playing and your voice and, you know, you can listen to it. It's live performance, so I guess, yeah. It's different from, like, blasting it from your speakers. And yeah. yeah. Or comedy. True. So the thing with uh, with comedy, and I've seen a lot around here, and one of these comedians, like, kind of, like, said, hey, you should do it. Just go up and tell, you know, a true story and mm-hmm. make a little twist of it. And the reason why I think with comedy, I feel like, like I said, with music, it's a little bit more, like, you feel it mm-hmm. more than you you like you hear it, yeah, but you more feel it. It's like oh, you feel it, and with the comedy and, and the reason why, I think I never got into it before, is because I was always afraid about offending someone. Mm-hmm. Like and with um with comedy and with music, it's just I feel like with the lyrics that you know I or you know a, a singer, you know a vocalist sings that maybe you're not really thinking about exactly what they're saying. You just it's ambient and it's relaxing, um and yeah, that's that's fun. But comedy, yeah, you're right. Comedy can be harsh, but then if somebody gets like I don't know, I don't have too many friends that get offended easily because I do <laughs> love to be sarcastic a lot of times. So it's like I would say most of my friends they're pretty like uh, they can tolerate it. But I've noticed that a lot of people here they're kind of sensitive, and I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> I'm trying to be as nice as possible, but usually like you know when you make a joke, you're not trying to. I guess you're not trying to offend someone, but you can. So. Yeah, I guess it's like a stick with two ends. You can never know if the person is going to like laugh or they're going to like call the police and you're going to become <laughs> the next meme on the Facebook or something. Yeah, no, not good, not good. Oh, wow. <laughs> you wouldn't believe the kind of far-out jokes. I've, I'm sure you've heard them too. It's just like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, sometimes it can be harsh. Sometimes it's funny that it's not funny, though. Mm-hmm. You're like, or I've run into that. <laughs> you're like secretly laughing, but like... <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Or maybe no. like maybe just I think just because Will Ferrell's super like mainstream and is that that weird awkward science where it's like yeah, he says something and it's that weird awkward like puzzled kind of look mm-hmm. or that feeling where that mm-hmm. makes it funny. Um, I feel like there is a thin line between like funny and offensive, and you want to make sure you don't cross it. It's like it's good to get close to it, but maybe don't cross it because once <laughs> you do, like, yeah, yeah. Oh wow, yeah. So um, yeah, it's such a nice day today. I uh, I can't I can't believe it. This we're definitely needed this uh this weather. I feel like I um I don't know where you're exactly. I mean, where you're in Bernal Heights. Like how um, how it is wind wise, but where I'm at, like if it's windy, it's pretty, mm-hmm. it's pretty Intense. bad. Yeah, yeah no, Bur- I, w- I wouldn't say Bernal Heights is windy. It's like it's kind of it's always nice. It's always warm, and when there's like fog and wind, like downtown, uh, it will be warm and sunny in Bernal Heights. That's why I like it. Like one more reason to like it. Yeah, so good neighborhood. I'm like totally advertising Bernal Heights. Yeah, I know. I feel like we have a little tribe here that's it yeah we do Bernal tribe yes yes go Bernal. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i live dangerously close to st mary's pub okay and so it's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you know if you want to go to the grocery store and just you know get something discreetly and that's it yeah i mean you have the almost not quite i mean i could be a little bit closer the actual um the owners of the bar they recently this past year right before the pandemic bought the building so they actually live in the building that's closer than where I live. Mm-hmm. So I'm able to kind of navigate it a little bit. Yeah. But there's definitely a lot of good places. Uh, there's this Wild West bar in Bernal Heights in Cortland, I guess. They probably have the best patio in San Francisco, like to me personally. Really good place. Really good. What was that again? The, they, um, the Wild West. Oh, yeah. Wild West. Mm-hmm. They got that bomb patio in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorite. Totally. It's probably one of the best ones in the city. Yeah, it's a good spot. Really good. Yeah, I'm just thinking about just walking down Cortland, thinking about, you know, Andrex music, and you just <laughs> sitting in your place playing piano with, like, the candles lit, you know, and the whole... Pretty much, pretty yeah. much. That's how it's done. Yeah, no, I definitely like to create a cozy space when I play the music. It's just nice. It feels nice. So you're, like, 100% present via music. Helps. Yeah, I mean, you just can be completely... Marinate. Does anything over the pandemic has anything changed? Is it maybe became more you're even more infused in it or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Because yeah, uh, right now there's like as we all know there's not too many concerts or any events at all. So uh, I do work as a songwriter for both one label here and one back in Ukraine, and I started getting like a lot of uh, clients from Ukraine, and some of them are like well known in Europe which I was surprised, like when uh, there's a singer from Eurovision. Do you know Eurovision? It's what is that? No. So it's a song contest. It's basically like Super Bowl, but for singers in well, Europe. So each country has like one uh, person to uh, represent their country. And there's like a huge song contest. And they each have like one song, supposing like it's a hit song in their country. And they compete for the first place. And like all the countries, they get to vote for somebody else, but they cannot vote for their, like, you know, uh, singer from their country. So it's big. It's big. Like it, thousands of people go there. And like, so anyhow, there's like this show. And the singer who represented Russia uh, at Eurovision twice, she like texted me. that she Texted wanted, you? Yeah, that she wanted a song like in super casual way. 
And I was like, that's got to be some scam. Or like one of my friends who I did wrong, they were trying to like, you know, <laughs> I was like, what is it? But then I went to her profile. I'm like, oh my God, she's legit. So now we're working with her and she's going to like release two songs. And yeah, I get to like produce them and write them. So it's kind of exciting. And a lot of local artists here, like in Los Angeles, they kind of like reached out to the label that I work for and they order like a lot of songs too. So it's just nice to be kind of like always creating and you know it's like a non-stop process because it's like you're either making music for yourself for somebody else or just making music for like you know just for fun and you you're not gonna sing it nobody's gonna sing but just like i cannot help like i i always need to write something it's it's my life i guess yeah gosh the the euro um singing contest that was the yeah. first time i heard of that i can't believe i haven't heard of that before that's really now cool now you know now you know but uh you know and then producing and, and do that is really fun me personally, like I'm a singer songwriter too. I almost like it more when people cover my stuff. Mm -hmm. It's so much more. I have just um, ran into Carly Mari. She's another local um, artist, singer songwriter here. And we were talking about it. It's just like, there's something that's equally like fulfilling, if not even more when somebody else plays mm -hmm. your song. Like it's the best, like, uh, it's like an outer body experience or something. It's like, oh my God, you know? Oh yeah, no, totally. It's like, it just feels like you did something right because if somebody else likes it enough to cover the song, because usually people cover the music that they really enjoy, like, you know, so that's a sign that you did something good. You did something like high quality. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. So we got that um, outdoor comedy at six o'clock. We got a fun um, weekend ahead of us. We started um, with this pandemic, you know, and things starting to reopen more and more. Um, started hosting these outdoor comedy events at these restaurants. So this last Thursday, um, we hosted our first one. It was at a, uh, the bar on Dolores. Mm -hmm. That was actually yesterday. I can't believe that was yesterday. So we did our first one there. That was really fun. So Pam has been uh, doing that. That's like right in the neighborhood. Nice. 29th and Dolores. It's yeah, like yeah. literally like, yeah. So, um, at last cafe, we got the Tiki desk concert too, that we're doing uh, tomorrow. We're having a band come through tomorrow. Nice. Perfect weather. I really got to feel like I got to take it. You got to take advantage of the weather while it's here. Totally. Totally. You never know. It's going to be like next week. Maybe it's going to be like super cold or <laughs> you never know in San Francisco. <laughs> I feel like where I'm at on the side of the hill on Vernal Hill. Yeah. That after like, the sun goes down and the wind, like the wind ratio is insane. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like run for your life. It's so cold. It's so cold. I have a bunch of these fire pits on the roof. Remember my friend, she brought mm -hmm. her boyfriend over. And he's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you have all this stuff. Like mm -hmm. <coughs> you actually need it. Mm -hmm. You absolutely need it. Like otherwise you'll freeze out there. It's always like that. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty bad. I actually, I saw your Tiki Bar thing and I wasn't sure like where exactly <laughs> I'm going. I'm like, where am I going? Am I going to that place or like this one? I've never been to uh, the Tiki Bar, but I really want to check it out. It's, it looks yeah. Well, you're welcome to come through tomorrow with a plus one. Nice. And, um, it looks super cool. Yeah. So that was really funny how that evolved. And it's funny because it happened within, mm -hmm. and within a mile of each other. Like, <laughs> right yeah. There. And uh, so with the pandemic and you know being able to go out and do shows multiple times per week mm -hmm. to being completely locked down and not being able to do anything nothing that you know 
three months after the when pandemic, when it started to March 16th, 2020, it, um, yeah. So when I, everyone's thinking it's going to be three weeks mm. and then it's three months and I'm sitting back in this seat, like right here. And I had, it was a uh, June 12th. I had this band call in because they just came out with a record and we were just like, what are we doing with our lives at this point? And so I was, you know, kidding with them. I was like, Hey, well, what are you doing this Sunday? You want to come over? We'll live stream your, you know, set on the rooftop. And so I have this like rooftop with the tiki bar. And so when they got there, because, you know, you can't have a bunch of people there because with the pandemic, it was just me, the band and one other person. And they're like, Hey, can we set up on the tiki bar? And so at one point during their set, they're like, this is tiki desk concerts. That's it. Like tiny desk, but tiki desk. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. I can't take all the credit for it. I thought it was pretty hilarious, but no, it's really nice. It's a good name. Good name. And a good place. I've seen it. I've definitely like checked mo- most of the people who perform. <laughs> like that's cool. Cause that's how you find local artists. Cause uh, when I moved here, I didn't know anybody who did music sort of, it was super, you know, and you just start meeting people at different events and it's so awesome. Um, yeah, because they always say that Los Angeles has like so much more, but I have managed to find like some good producers here too, and it's nice. It's nice, but there's probably not too many of them. Do you know many producers in San Francisco? <laughs> I mean, I, I think that basically if it takes me more than five to ten seconds to think about that, then probably not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now I'm like understanding because I just said that. Like, you know, there's plenty of them. And then I'm like, oh, wait a second. There's not too many. Because a lot of people actually move to Los Angeles. And that's sad. We need that fast train to go to LA and record our music. Yeah. We need that fast train. The, um, <laughs> there was tiny telephone uh, recordings there yeah. in San Francisco. They mm-hmm. just moved out to Oakland. There's yeah. a couple bands that came through and got their stuff mastered there. Teresa is the um, producer there. I think she's the owner. Mm-hmm. And so... Aside from that, I really can't think. Is anybody out there? Producer I out there? know. It's kind of like I was even like trying to find them on Instagram, like using the hashtags like producer San Francisco or like something, Ableton, whatever, San Francisco. Just <laughs> so I was literally using every hashtag like, you know, that relates to music production. And there's not too many people. And it's kind of sad because, you know, I was always told and I always had this idea of San Francisco being like, uh, the city full of musicians and artists and producers and I was like so excited to come here and then I came here and I'm like okay like what's happening what's up I'm like there's <laughs> so much like IT things going on in the city but not as many concerts or like well I mean there's plenty but not you know like a lot so <laughs> it's it we do lack good music producers that's the message we send out there maybe like you know if there's any producers, they'll contact us and they'll be like, I'm here. So if you're a music producer and you live in San Francisco, hit me up. <laughs> yeah. Hit up Andrex or Andrex Music or Muni Radio. Why not? 415-550-0511. Yeah. I, I, I remembered it because I wrote a song um, with the with the number in it. I was like, remember, I was like, how am I going to remember this? I wrote a song. That's it. It was a little uh, Carly Jepsen remake. Nice. Um Call me maybe. Oh, you know what? I I've seen it. I've seen it on your Instagram. That was that was dope. So I like it. It was really good. One of the things that have come out of this pandemic for certainly. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Pandemic. It's like you you already said it, but I'm like when somebody told me that it's going to be for like half a year. I'm like yeah right no mm-mm, mm-mm, not gonna happen. And now it's like over a year and everybody's already like 
uh, whatever. Like everybody's used to it, sort of, and it's sad. Yeah, I don't want to be used to this. <laughs> the music needs I mean, is coming back uh, more and more. So before, just recently, farmers market was the only place you could play, perform, mm-hmm. and make music yeah. legally. Yeah. Uh, but recently, they lifted the ban on singing. Mm-hmm. So before, until just recently, you could play music at like a farmer's market because yeah. it was considered a central mm-hmm. business, but you couldn't sing, mm-hmm. which would be, it's tough. I mean, at least, I don't know, but... What I if you wear a mask? Sing. Yeah, that's the part that didn't make sense. If you're wearing a mask, then how is it doing anyone any harm, you know? Honestly, there's like so much nonsense around it. Even like if you look at the airports, when you board the plane, you have to keep your six feet distance. But when you're exiting the plane, like everybody's on top of each other and... I mean, I'm all about following the rules. I mean, whatever it takes to, you know, get over this pandemic. But also, like, some things, they really don't make any sense. Or, like, now, like, when they reopen feeding rooms and all the stores, uh, most of the, like, you know, stores, they allow you to try on the jackets, but not, like, hoodies. or. And I'm like, what's the difference? What exactly is... And I was like, you know, I'm never, like, it's not like I'm trying to fight and be, like, Karen, like, what the hell? Like, you know, I want to... But, like, if you think about it, what is the difference? Like, I'm trying on the sweater, like, you know, and the jacket, and they both have, like, a zipper, and I'm like, I'm not, like, naked or something. <laughs> like, what is... And and the lady, she was like, yeah, sorry, this is our policy. And I was just curious, so we went to a different store. It was in Westfield. I went to a different store, and they had the same policy. And I'm like... I'm just like not to fight, but strictly out of curiosity. Like, can somebody explain me? Like, why, <laughs> why jackets are like fine and hoodies are not? So yeah, pandemic is um, tough. It's tough. Yeah, I um, was at. Gosh, why can't I think of the bar? I was with a comedian a couple weeks ago. We went to this bar on Folsom and Fifteenth. Mm-hmm. Something Bullet. Gosh, I forget the name of it. I'd have to like look it up. Mm-hmm. It's like some kind of uh, and we were sitting outside and we we're ordering our food and the whole thing. And, you know, when people are drinking, that becomes a whole other yeah. thing to try to man. It seems like an impossible thing to regulate. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're kind of like, just, I don't know. They're relaxed and forget about all of the restrictions and they're like, screw this. But you know, let's see, like, hopefully they say that Biden promised that everybody's going to be able to get a vaccine by May. So let's see if it's true. I think so. I, I don't know about anybody else out there listening, maybe yourself as well. I received a text message saying that, you know, something about a vaccine. Mm-hmm. And um, so it has it set up. Yeah. I'm in a system somewhere with my phone number. So nice. So, so I've been tested before and being part of the, you know, mm-hmm. this radio station, I get tested like every week. Yeah. So I had a little scare because I, you know, Mm-hmm. Allergies. So I went to college in San Luis Obispo. Mm-hmm. I know you spent much time down there. That was the last time before this spring that I had allergies. Mm-hmm. So I remember like thinking like, you know, that when your eyes are like kind of oh, yeah, scratchy. Just, yeah. And I remember thinking, I was like, holy shit, like this isn't COVID. Is it? I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and it wasn't. And um, yeah. So I actually, I've had it back in January and it was like, for me, luckily it was like super mild. It's like, uh, cause my roommate, she wasn't feeling well, so I decided to drive her to the hospital. And then I was like, please tell me it wasn't COVID because, like, you know, I was driving. We were in the same car. 
And then she came back. She was like, I'm positive for COVID. I was like, well, what? Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. This is in January? Yeah, it was in January. Oh, my God. So I went to get tested, and I get tested positive, too. And I was like, oh, my God. Because, uh, like, you know, you don't know how your body's going to, like, react and, like, what's going to happen to you, uh, you know, when you've heard so many, like, scary stories. But luckily, it was very mild for me. Like, I did have some symptoms. I did have, like, cough and uh, fever, but only for, like, two or three days, maybe. And then I was like, thank God I didn't lose, like, you know, taste and smell. And then that disappeared. And, like, few, that happened. like literally a few hours, like, after I thought it, I just drank water. And, it, I mean, of course, it doesn't supposed to taste like anything. But it literally tasted like nothing. It's like I'm not even drinking water. I feel it, like, in my throat somewhere. But, like, there's nothing. So then I t took, like, a slice of orange. And I ate it. And I feel the texture. And it kind of like smell it but like there's nothing so yeah it was like for 10 days almost it's it's bad it's sad especially when like my roommate she's a chef so she always makes some like oh, no. nice food and you're eating and i'm like that's sad <laughs> like everything tastes like paper <laughs> yeah so let's hope people don't have to go through that too it sucks. i know yeah you want to enjoy the the food that you're eating everything every bite yes yeah Figure out what my favorite restaurant is in in Bernal. Oh, actually, let's think about it. It's a couple of close calls, I think. I love Bernal Star for some reason. That's I don't a know. Good spot. Yeah, it's just it's always fast and it's super close to my house. It's like two blocks away, so it's very convenient. Do you like Indian food? I do. I do. That Zante's. Have you ever been there? The, mm -hmm. that, that Indian pizza. Oh my god! And I've never, I've never tried a pizza though. Is it good? Because I'm like when I when I saw it on the menu, I was like, oh, it sounds weird. If you can imagine with tiki or tiki, a chicken tiki, tiki masala, <laughs> tastes like on a pizza. It was like the non. Makes sense. I couldn't believe it. I was totally mind blown. Honestly, it totally makes sense if you think about it. Because that's how you eat chicken tikka masala. You just kind of like, you take a naan and you put chicken on top of it, maybe some rice. And yeah, so you can totally make a pizza out of it. Just put some cheese on top of it and here we go. Oh my God, that's genius. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I um, had a friend uh, actually before I moved to Bernal mm -hmm. who who bought some pizza there. One time we were at their place and I was we were watching a sports game or whatever and mm -hmm. I couldn't believe it. I was like, every bite, I'm like, is this even real? Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I've, you know, it's old. I'm going to try it either today or tomorrow. I think I might actually get some Zante's for tomorrow with this band. It mm -hmm. might just be easier. This last um, time I had, you know, and I had an open mic. First time I hosted an open mic at the Tiki Desk. I barbecued, and it was cool. Mm -hmm. But I think that during these times, it might make sense to support, like, a local family-owned business yeah. it's also less work <coughs> totally well. of course of course oh my god so you guys gonna have show in 6 p.m today i just want to make sure because maybe i'll tell spread the word like, yeah so um they are actually pam's doing an open or she's doing the outdoor comedy here at six o'clock mm -hmm. and um i might yeah so i'm gonna be here for a little bit of that yeah and then i was gonna go to this open mic a little bit later at uh, Limbereth um, Park, which is um, kind of like DeVos Triangle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the bard of the Lower Hate, uh, Clyde Oys, mm -hmm. I don't know if you, he's like a pretty big name in the open mic scene. 
Brilliant, nice. The Bard of the Lower Hate. It sounds so creepy. Oh, yeah. There is this place that's called Red Room or something. It's in Hate Street or Red something. And they have like a grand piano there. And they sometimes they have like open mics, which is pretty cool. Are you? That's mm -hmm. the first time I heard of that, actually. Yeah. My friend, he invited me and it was awesome. Like, I think it's like a community house or like whatever you call it when like people, it's like not like a hostel, but uh, kind of like that. And they have this common area and there's like a huge piano and like a bookshelf and yeah, like board games. So it's fun. It's a good spot and like you can hang out there and I think they have open mics. That's super cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the open mics coming back for real. Yeah. So this, this open mic that, that, that Clyde always hosted was at International Cafe, mm -hmm. which is on hate, like lower hate, Hill, uh, hate and Fillmore. Mm -hmm. And then with the regulations and everything, we, they had to move it outside. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was sad when they closed everything and they said, like, you know, no more open mics. I'm like, oh, my God. It's because it's like part of your performance in the city. Because, like I said, there's not too many like musical events. So open mic is it's good. Like, it's a good way to practice for musicians and to share their music. Social media is great, but like I miss being able to see people. It's just nice. And I'm you like can feel the energy. I'm crying the microphone right now. <laughs> Seriously, like crying at my Lacroix. I miss <laughs> human interaction. Yeah, no, that's how it is. You just like you're present with them and just like you know sharing your music and it's because I always feel like social media it's a bit I don't know you're not hundred percent like authentic because you're trying to post like the best things versus when it's like open mic or any other like live event you're kind of like trying to bring all the energy and like, you know, do your best thing to communicate to your audience. And that's why it's like so magical. And that's why you cannot, you can never compare, like it doesn't matter what singer, but to me personally, you can never compare like live concert and the vibe of that concert to like virtual. Cause a lot of big artists, they did like virtual performances, like live and Billie Eilish. And like, that, that was the first one who came to my mind. Uh, she did that too. And yeah, it was cool. Like a lot of cool, like, effects like virtual reality they combine it so it's it's new and it's like in the you know during the pandemic it was awesome but it's nothing like her live concerts for example where there's like thousands of people and just the vibe of that event is so amazing so let's just hope it's gonna come back soon i miss it yeah i think so i've only seen videos of billy eilish seems really awesome I'm actually not sure what her pronouns are i don't think she's a she yeah Is she yeah really? i know in san francisco you have to you be, be like, careful no it's yeah it's she's she always says it's she i mean she always calls a girl and her friends do that too so i feel like we can do that too i like that i like the name her name is like billy like to have the name billy like yeah like it's really cool like billy holiday yes of 2020 no i mean of 21st century <laughs> like 2020 what the hell never mind me never mind me <laughs> yeah yeah so with um your music and everything that you have up online i mean where where can it find where, where can anyone find uh there's spotify i have spotify that i recently started uh i have a few music videos on youtube uh channel um i feel like that's too and of course my instagram mainly well i mean i post everything in my instagram so i know i saw that i was blown away i was like holy shit i just met this person <laughs> i was like wow thank you thank you no i mean like instagram is just the fastest way you just because youtube takes the time to upload but on instagram you can do like a short 15 second story or 
you doing some cover or whatever. So I try to uh, keep my Instagram alive, but also anytime I have like a bigger project, like music videos or live perf performances with like professional video uh, to that, I always post it in YouTube. And as far as like my music that I record, that's in Spotify or Apple Music, or actually I feel like it's in all digital platforms because they have this music distributor and they just send it out to all the platforms. So just put- Oh, like DistroKid? No, I have TuneCore. I have TuneCore. TuneCore, okay. Yeah, DistroKid is good, but then like it took a while for me to make my music available on TikTok and Instagram through DistroKid, so I just switched. Yeah, oh my God. I, I don't use TikTok that much. I'm old. I'm not old, I'm 26, but like, uh, it's, <laughs> I don't know. I just, maybe I'm too lazy to understand it. Maybe I should invest more time into you know, learning how to be a professional TikToker because it's very um, popular now. Yeah, this is really fun. So um, being a DJ here at Muni, sometimes like Spotify, I don't know about you, as your opinion on and being an artist and the artist side is like a lot of times if I play, try to play something on Spotify, I'll have to listen to Lady Gaga like 20 times and I love Lady Gaga. Yes. But I'm like, I want to listen to this song and like, I don't know, Ah, so they give you like, because uh, I think I have uh, an account as, a, as an artist where you don't have to listen to anything you don't want to listen to, which is good. Uh, but yeah, God bless Lady Gaga. She's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> love her. So I am, I pulled up um, your, uh, your page here and I'm looking at some of your songs and I wanted to play one of these songs for the listeners here. Oh, nice. And um, I was thinking... What song were you thinking? Uh, maybe Dear Sorrow. It's uh, one of the first songs that, that I recorded. Oh, wow. This music video looks fucking awesome. Oh, thank you. I forgot <laughs> to tell you. Yeah, we're not NPR. You could curse. You <laughs> well, don't seem like a cursor or anything. I Oh, my God. I just totally didn't realize I can say things like fuck. And, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, oh, my God. This yeah. is so much easier now. <laughs> yeah. So um, I was going to play uh, this song, Dear Sorrow, uh, for everyone out there listening got Andrex music here that is me at Muni Radio right here in the box, 21st in Florida. And um, this music video looks really cool, too. Thanks. It's kind of dark, but, you know, I love dark. Here we are. In the darkness, all the lights, all the candles I lighted out. Blowing out to the prison of my dreams. Will you ever come? Will you set me free?
Of your kingdom, let some light so he can come and find me. Help, please help me to survive. Cause I don't wanna live without you. I'm drowning. That is an epic Thank freaking you. music video. Anyone out there listening in, you get got to check out this music. Dear Sorrow and Rex. Um, yeah, that Thank was you. really fun. But the, the droid, what you were talking about, how you filmed it with a droid. Yeah, yeah, no, it was, uh, it was a journey, sort of, because in San Francisco you have to get a permit or you have to go somewhere where you can shoot it with a drone because, like, you know, when you get, like, those shots from above – uh, it's the best to use that, and uh, apparently, like at most places in San Francisco, you cannot do that. So we were looking for a place, and we found one in Pacifica, because like as you can see, it's on a beach, and it's a beautiful, like hidden spot. There were only like two people there when we came there, so yeah, it was nice. It was nice. Yeah, that was cool. I mean, you're sitting back in the booth, with me right now. I feel like I could have uh, seen this on the TV. You know, somewhere. <laughs> they actually played it in some places in San Francisco. My friends would send me, like, a link. Oh, not the link, sorry. But, like, their stories from Instagram where they would go to some bars and they saw it. I'm like, how? Why don't I know it? It's cool. It's nice. And it's great that San Francisco, like, bars and restaurants, they support local artists. And I didn't even know. And uh, apparently they texted me on Instagram, but I never saw their message. And they were asking if it was cool for them to play it. And then I never responded, but they assumed they can. So I only encourage it. So it's nice. Yeah. I think we might post this on our Mutiny Radio page. No, thank you. Um, is somebody on the line right now? Hello? Yeah. I thought uh, somebody had called in. Uh-huh. I don't know what it is. Sometimes, you know, just like anyone, you get solicited all the time. Um, there was some one, somebody that called in here. Uh-huh. And... I think he had the wrong number, but I had somebody oh on God. the show. That is so And cute. we literally became this person's like personal shrink <laughs> on the radio. <laughs> we we oh. went on for like 10 minutes. We're just like, oh, oh no. my like, God. 
are you <laughs> why not like can you imagine if it's like some scammer calling like or like not scammer but like uh when they call you from marriott hotel at least oh yeah That's does they call you too oh yeah i get that all the time but everyone out there get that too what's up with marriott i'm like why not hilton or something else they call me every day thank you for being part of marriott family i'm like i am not part of marriott family and now i don't think i will be after you call me six in the morning no not good yeah <laughs> Calling you because you received something from yes, the yes, some in, like yeah. What the hell is with that? But yeah, it's funny how we were talking about music video and we switched to Marriott Hotel. How did that happen? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, because somebody called in. Yeah. There you go. Yes. I was like, why are we talking about Marriott Hotel for the past five minutes? Gosh. They do have a nice hotel, though. So. <laughs> I do have a special attachment to the 155 4th Street, the Marriott Marquis. Mm -hmm. the, uh, they have a lounge at the top. The view. The view. Oh, my God. So good. The cocktails are so good, too. The lemon drop is, like, mm -mm, it's so good. It's been forever since I've been back there. Mm -hmm. That's a good place to check. Are they even open? Probably not. Um, but maybe now because now they have indoor seating. Again, so it's possible. And it's part of the hotel. So I think it should be open for the guests. If you're staying in Marriott, why not go to the bar? Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. There was a way that you could actually forget about, you know, just the Marriott. Forget about, you know, <laughs> not, not, it's not necessarily Marriott. It's just being on the top of somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Like, and so there used to be a little, a door that went on the roof. Oh, so um, I found out, you know, because I used to work remotely. I used to work um, in the lobby, and I would cold call people, mm -hmm. funny enough, because we're talking about the solicitation. I know. And so I would I would get kind of, you know, I want to walk around and do some. Well, there was this uh, door that, you know, you could Jim Carrey, Ace Ventura, the door with like a card, right? <laughs> yes. And you could get out. So I got out on the roof of this place. Oh my gosh. You could see the tender knob. Like perfect. Yeah. I could see my window when I lived downtown. I could see my window from where I was at on the roof, mm -hmm. and at my place from my window, I could see the roof. Like you could wait, and see it. It was so cool. Nice. It's like forty stories high, I think. Yeah, I don't think there's like too many buildings that allow access to the rooftop, and it's interesting because in Europe you can actually get on any roof. It's I think is it like because of suicides or something? Cause it's like, possible. Yeah, because yeah. in here in the United States, it's like I was trying to get to rooftops in Chicago because there's like so many beautiful buildings, but there's no way in hell. Like unless you're a resident and there's like some rooftop area, uh, you otherwise you cannot just get on a rooftop. And I don't know, it's sad because there's so many beautiful views, but I guess it makes sense because there was two people that um, parachuted off the top of. That's probably why. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> And now I, you just gave me an idea. You're gonna let it go. Are you gonna tell everyone? <laughs> like you know, why not Transamerica? You just get a parachute and you just like go for it. I don't think it's. It'd be so fun. I would be, and you know what? I'm also like I love uh, rock climbing, and there's a uh, San Francisco. Well, now it's not Armory; it's something else. But you know the building on Mission Street? Uh, San oh, I do. Yeah, it used to it be an old porno place. I heard. Yes. Yes. I'm like been, <laughs> been there, done that. <laughs> but it's another conversation. Uh, <laughs> Follow me on Pornhub. No. <laughs> no. no, 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 no. But you tell me I can curse, so. Oh, um. yeah, totally. Yeah, go for it. Anything. <laughs> awesome. No, but, like, you know how it has, like, bricks sticking out of the wall? Uh, 
so you can climb it. And I always think of climbing it. Like the building itself, it's like it's not just a wall. It has like a lot of bricks sticking out yeah. of the wall. So you can literally, it doesn't matter if you're a good climber or not, you can climb the whole building like to the top. And it would be so awesome if they would do like, for example, some fundraiser and, you know, uh, just let people climb it. So you pay like whatever, $100, $150, and it's going to go to charity and you get to climb the building. It would be awesome. That's I think so it, fun. It's a good idea. And because I have like so many friends, climbers here in San Francisco, and everybody's like obsessed with this idea to climb the San Francisco Armory. Yeah, that's fun. Anybody listening in that uh, uh, San Francisco Armory is on 14th and Mission. Mm-hmm. It's right where that Arco, it's right across from that Arco gas station. Yeah, yeah. I think all you need is like a superhero costume and it's like... Exactly. You just climb climb up to the top. And like do it for some, I don't know, maybe children who need help, whatever. And, you know, they can make a video for kids and show it to kids. Like superheroes climbing like Spider-Man or Superman or whatever. Or everybody's a Spider-Man. And it's like a Spider-Man, best Spider-Man in San Francisco. So you have to... Whoever climbs the fastest yeah. and has the best costume wins. That's a great story. That would be a great... Thing to do or he charity. wins all of the money and gets to choose uh the organization that he's going to donate the money to that oh my god we just came up with a great idea yeah we should do something about it yeah i'm all about good causes i just yeah i want to yeah. be uh telling you the uh i know that it's brick building because i've seen it a million times but i never thought about climbing it you will see next time you see it you'll definitely see what i mean it's like it's designed to climb like it has bricks <laughs> all over the place <laughs> oh, oh my god there's some jingly thing jingles yeah wow interesting we have a new instrument here maybe we'll uh, oh that's what it is somebody brought it in here i think a musical act probably brought it in here and yeah. put it on their foot so the thing is if you put that on your foot yeah, yeah, yeah. then you could play and totally that's nice do you know lp is that an artist yeah she's a great musician you probably know her song lost in you because like most of the people that i asked they didn't know who she is but uh, some of her music is like super popular, and she always uses that in her songs. So that's why like it made me think of her. I was like, was she here? Because she literally has the same thing that she puts in her. That's so cool. That she performs. The first open mic that I ever went to was at International Cafe. So they hate. Mm-hmm. And the headliner or the featured act for the night uh, was Allison Wonderband. Mm-hmm. And so she played guitar, and then she had all this stuff on her feet, really similar to that. That seems to be the way that things are going a little bit more now and now, you know. Yeah. And that's how, I mean, that's how you probably did it back in the day before, like, you know, you had, like, computers and you were able to, like, play any instrument at the same time. Artists had to get creative. And if they wanted, like, two sounds at the same time, they would have to, like, do something. Like, there's this guy. He actually performs in Pier 39. I'm not sure if you've seen him, but he. I think I know you're talking about. Yeah. He has, like, a drum, guitar, piano, bass. And like something else all over his, like it's literally like a huge costume that he's wearing it's sick and i'm like i'm not sure how he's not like famous like lady gaga or something because it's amazing how he plays he used to be my neighbor he lives in he lived in the same building that i did and i kind of tender knob yes and like he was in the first floor i was in the third and he's amazing it's like i'm i need to look him up because I've seen him perform, and it's it's just sick. It's mind blowing how he can multitask. One hand is playing the piano, one other is like playing the guitar, and he's like doing the drums with his food, and other food is like something. Else. I'm like, how can? You? And he also sings at the same time. I've this, seen him before, and I wish I could remember his name right now. I'm I drawing think, a blank. Yeah, we'll we'll find him. <laughs> the street musicians are so rare. They're and like you were talking about, like I feel like I'm maybe naive because I'm a Bay Area native and just a California native in general. 
But I think if you're outside of California, that that's what it is. California is L.A., right? It's like yeah, the beaches and the music. And we have a little bit of that. But we need more of it. Oh, we need more, so much more. I've heard like there were so many, so many more artists back in the day, and now it changes. And unfortunately, it's not a good change for artists and musicians. Yeah, and I feel like um, maybe it's just me and my opinion. What I've seen is in San Francisco, if you're on the street playing music, you're automatically in the questionably housed category. And it seems like that. Exact. Oh my God! It's like I I remember one time I was performing in Castro. And some like rich guy came up to me and he was like, I can take care of you. I was like, I don't need to be like, you know oh, what? No. I was like, I'm just so honestly, like, although I was like playing and people were like giving some tips, whatever. Next time I came back, I didn't have any like anything at all to collect money. <laughs> so, like no box, no nothing. I just had my piano, my mic and I put a sign. I'm like, no, like no tips. Thank you. Just smile and enjoy your day just to give them an idea that I'm not like here because I need to pay my rent, which is great. I mean, some musicians can do that, <laughs> but I'm like, why not just think that I'm here to share some music and brighten your day. And I don't know, just like, you know, keep San Francisco fun. And yeah. I, it was kind of like, Uh, we were talking about jokes that can offend someone. <laughs> For me, it was kind of offensive when this guy came up. Uh, like, this guy came up to me and he was like, "I'm gonna take care of you. You don't have to do this." I was like, "What do you mean I don't have to It's do this?" Forward. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, "I do appreciate it," and I'm like, "We can like you can show me your bank statement later." But for now, <laughs> I was like, "For now, let's just get it like you know out of the way. I'm not here because like you know I am homeless or something." Were you by yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was by myself with just like a piano. And I'm like, I had pretty nice monitors with me too. I'm like, do you know how much they cost? <laughs> I'm like, I literally just went there because I was in a good mood. And I'm like, why not go to Castro and just play some music? Were you on 18th and Castro? Yeah. That is like one of the best spots. Bank of America. And yes. Right there. And Sunglass Hut. Such a good people too. Because like, you know, there's a lot of tourists coming there too. And it's like, it's a good spot. But after that, I just, I always feel awkward when i perform in the street because people will assume that like you know oh my god poor guy i'm like no when you go to austin nobody thinks like poor guy yeah. poor girl no they're like fuck yes it's austin like you know that's kind of like it's i think it's a music capital it's kind of like nashville sort of because when yeah. you go to austin they're everywhere and they're pretty good too like so yeah no i feel like we could definitely do that here but we need to support our local yeah street musicians there's you know i um I know a lot of people that, that, you know, have experienced something similar. I had a freak show incident uh, last December. Mm -hmm. I had my guitar out in the street. I was playing on the street. And I um, I wrote the song, actually, sitting in the chair that you're sitting in right now. Um, I did this improv song that became the time-traveling Somali lady song. And it's like a mission song. Nice. Like, um, I was riffing off of Lady Gaga's Alejandro. But, uh, uh, yeah, yes. Um, so this guy, I definitely think there was probably some sort of substance involved. I don't know. But he gave me $500 in cash. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking, like, this is too good to be true. It's probably fake. Then I went to the bank the next day and put it in my account. And it was real. I'm like, what the fuck? Did that really just happen? Mm -hmm. there had to have been some 
bags of drugs or something. Or maybe you were good and you're just like underestimating your skills and your talent. You will never know unless the guy calls right now and says, hey, I was sober and it was just for your voice. Or he's going to call you and be like, hey, give me my money back. I was high. You can do both. I was just wondering, like, <laughs> is this person, am I going to run to him again? It was like, hey, do you have that 500 bucks I gave you when I was uh, wasted? I don't know what you're talking about. Just like, <laughs> wasn't me. I didn't do music. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, but that's awesome. Yeah, it would be nice if people supported it more. Like it's, you know, it's a lot easier, I think, when you're out there with somebody else. Yeah. Because if you need a, you know, take a bathroom break or something, then totally. you could have somebody watch over the stuff. But yeah, oh my god, the keyboard thing is so awesome. I mean, I don't ever see anyone out playing keyboard on the street. I think I'll do it again. Yeah. I should do it again. I think when I say we need more street musicians, it would be so hypocritical of me if i didn't do it myself so i uh, guess i should do it again but with let's this, do it i think we should yeah let's do it no i mean like it doesn't have to be like every week but maybe we can just like you know make a not a schedule but like play it by ear and whenever you can whenever i can we can perform somewhere on the 18th streets. and casher is just oh it's amazing spot. i think it's amazing like right on the corner and that's where all the action happens 16th in valencia is a, used to be a big spot i don't know as much anymore but that used to be a big spot casanova lounge i love it how we just made a plan to perform in the streets <laughs> that's cool yeah no i think yeah we'll, we'll do it and we'll like live in the moment yeah exactly just pick a few songs and go for it i think people will appreciate it especially now after like you know this pandemic is just like drained people people feel like they they need some entertainment like even myself like i miss uh, movie theaters and now they reopen but there's like only limited amount of movies so um you know it's good to bring back some entertainment into people's life especially when like uh whenever i put the sign like no tips just smile people kind of pay more attention because you know how it is sometimes yeah they walk away they kind of like they pretend they didn't see you because they don't want to give you money and sometimes they like your music but they don't want to give you money or like they didn't have money or you know or they didn't have cash and they don't want to be an asshole to like but when they see a sign that says like no money just like enjoy it a lot of times people like will come up to you and just be like hey thank you for doing this blah 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 and i get it like that's why i don't want to do it for money because I do want to just make their day better, hopefully, or just, you know, entertain them. I feel very similar myself. Yeah, because yeah. it's not like uh, you're going to make millions in that anyway, so why not just give it for free? Because you get it for free. You, I mean, you get inspiration, you write it, so I'm all about doing music for the sake of doing music. and Just not getting it out there. Yeah. That's, I think, how it should be. Yeah. Are you up for playing one last song to close out the show here? Oh, my God. Yeah, let's do it. Wait, we get our virtual audience going here. <laughs> let's um, do it. Yeah. It's been a blast. We are. <laughs> Got an direct music here going out here. I love this acoustic piano.
quite a performance there thank you thank you yeah well thank you all for tuning in the jw megawig show it's been an honor to have you on the show thank you so much uh we have some outdoor comedy here at six o'clock we got um some an open mic at Liprith uh park and debose triangle we got tiki desk concert tomorrow which i'm looking forward to and now i feel like i have to get zante's at this point yeah that's the best choice yeah. Cool. Well, we'll uh, we'll catch you everyone next week and uh, catch you through the sound waves, huh?
Andrux Music. That's A-N-D-R-U-X. That's Spotify, Apple Music, Instagram. YouTube. Everywhere. And 18th and Castro. (laughs) (laughs) Coming soon. Yeah, coming soon. All right, you guys. We'll catch you next week.
It's a little bit funny This feeling inside I'm not one of those who can easily hide I don't have much money But boy, if I did I'd buy a big house where we both could live If I was a sculptor <laughs> But then again, no Or a man who makes potions in a traveling show I know it's not much But it's the best I can do My gift is my song and this one's for you And you can tell everybody this is your song It may be quite simple but now that it's done I hope you don't mind, I hope you don't mind that I put down the check out the microphones out there and see what they work. Yay! Hey, everybody. We're going to have a comedy show out here on the street around 6 o'clock. I'm talking to nobody, and that's okay. I'm <laughs> they will, if, if you put chairs, they will, they will come. Uh, they will not gather. They will be wearing masks, and everything will be fine and safe and wonderful. Yay! So you just leave this microphone on the whole time, and then people unplug and plug in, and it's like whatever. Yeah, so there's no musical interlude. There's just no, yeah. Yeah, there's no music. It just music. stays up the whole time. Yeah, okay. Ooh, ooh, that's it. Oh, they're blue. Anyway, the thing is, what I really need. are the sweetest guys I've ever seen And you can tell everybody this is the song It may be quite simple but now that it's done I hope you don't mind I hope you don't mind that I put You're in the world I hope you don't mind I hope you don't mind That I put down in the world How wonderful life is While you're in the
seamstress for the band.
Why? 